0: Simpsons Index, an online spreadsheet that is also a podcast. This is the podcast. We are live, coming at you from the Dank in Newtown. This is the Simpsons Index, episode question mark. I am your host, Elliot J. O'Neill, and joining me in the Dank this week is... I didn't
1: prep anything, shit.
0: (laughs) It's okay, because this isn't a regular episode of the Simpsons Index. Tonight, we're doing something actually a little different. It's just me and BT in the Dank and... uh, Um, We're actually not going to review a Simpsons episode. so that's
1: what this podcast does.
0: (laughs) Yes, normally this is the podcast where we review three episodes of The Simpsons at a time of the catches. Each episode comes from a different decade. But tonight we're actually just going to... Talk about the index itself, you know, we've done about 108 reviews or something now and Mm -hmm. um, we thought we'd just sort of take this time while we couldn't book another guest this week to (laughs) um, just uh, talk uh, amongst ourselves about the index, sort of uh, give a general overview of where we're at with the podcast, roughly a sixth of the way in, God willing that Simpsons get cancelled in season 30. Um, so look, if this is your first episode of the podcast, I'd actually probably recommend tuning out, checking out one of the other ones because this isn't the usual routine. No, um, this one won't even get an episode number. It's just going to be like the no review special or something in the title.
1: Nice. And go check out episode five. That's a fun one. Uh, the one before, one the one before the one before this, I think is good as well.
0: Well, yeah, that's one of my topics. Um, so yeah, right off the bat, um, I've yeah got a bunch of topics uh, written out, and so one of them is our top Simpsons index podcast episodes now i'm not going to give you the exact numbers but we've been growing and it's been sort of astounding and especially again thank you the guys from worst episode ever for having me on because that essentially doubled our listenership and we've yeah just been growing since so yeah thank you guys listeners if you haven't go check out worst episode ever Mm -hmm. but anyway our top three episodes of the podcast by most downloaded number one is episode one kind of predictably
1: yeah that's where everyone goes to check out out for the first time sure why not yeah way to be predictable everybody
0: and, you know, I don't... I mean, I edit the podcast and then I might listen to it again through the week just to make sure it come out right. Like, I've
1: listened to absolutely all of them, so...
0: Yeah? <laughs> mm-hmm,
1: every single one.
0: <laughs> and it reflects because you're our number one fan on our statistics, apparently.
2: <laughs>
1: well, my mum used to be my number one fan, but now it's me. <laughs>
0: um, So I have gone back and listened to episode one a couple of times just to sort of see where we started, and it's cute. It's like, like looking
1: at your baby photos, yeah. It
0: really is. Like, we didn't go into nearly as much detail as we go ne- to now. Like, well, I mean, that episode was less than an hour long. Like, <laughs> What?
1: Well, <laughs> so now we're connoisseurs.
0: Uh, and now we can't shut up. Like yeah. used to be scared of the mics.
1: <laughs> I know. I used to think they'd electrocute me if I leaned in too close. <laughs> and now I'm all just getting right in there with a the
0: microphone. Oh, yeah, you're eating that mic. Yeah, got got, like,
1: got its fuzziness on my lips.
0: Like it was a robotic ice cream cone. <laughs> um Tasting so yeah, that was our top episode. Number 2 is Treehouse of Horathon. Yes,
1: yeah, for the Halloweens.
0: Yeah, and look, one of my philosophies with this podcast was not to like coincide our podcast episode with special days like valentine's day or martin luther king day or christmas or anything like that who could
1: forget that memorable martin luther king day episode of the simpsons i remember it martin luther Krusty.
0: <laughs> um ha- have you been respecting your peers this year or something was like one of the lines <laughs> and like they had a little uh, a martin luther king in the mall that you could go sit on his lap and <laughs> well that shut me up yeah.
1: <laughs> what's next lisa did you know it's guy fox day <laughs>
0: nice mm. <laughs> yeah so i love halloween and yeah, yeah, it's the best holiday of the year like it's delightful so i do regret in the first couple of episodes where i used to let people pick the episodes and two of the ones that got peeled off straight away were treehouse of horrors and i realized after recording those podcasts that it, we, we really do need to dedicate a special episode to doing treehouse of horror because they are their own entity yeah they operate so differently mm. yeah And yeah, they are a special event. So, but so yeah, our first Treehouse of Horathon, our only other one, and to bring it again to worst episode ever, we're stealing their idea of Mayoween, and there will be another Treehouse of Horathon coming up in May.
1: Yes, can it be for my birthday?
0: Sure. Yes. Oh, fuck yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so, and I love doing that Treehouse of Horathon with uh, you, uh, Danny, and Dave.
1: Yeah, that was good fun.
0: That also was our first one where we had a, f- a fourth panelist as well.
1: Ah, and yet that's like standard now.
0: Yeah, yeah. M- more often than not, these mm. episodes are getting done with four people. And yeah. Yep. And our third most popular episode rounding out this part of the discussion was episode five, mentioned earlier.
1: It's a. I don't even remember. What did we do on that one? Because oh. I know it's great. That's all I remember. I think that's where we hit our stride.
0: <laughs> we did Homer's Odyssey, um, Homer to the Max, And 500 keys. Ah, nice. Yeah, we had an interesting thing where Homer's Odyssey wasn't that great. Homer to the max was fucking astoundingly hilarious, but, you know, lacking in story structure. But And then uh, 500 Keys was a surprise hit of the um, HD era. Yeah, I think
1: that's still our highest-ranked HD... Uh, our latest highest rank.
0: So. Yeah, it's an equal first. Uh, we'll get back to that later, though. But, okay. um, yeah, I felt like we really hit our stride with Episode 5. Like, uh, especially mm. just, yeah, the dynamic with me, you, and Danny. Like, we... Really didn't feel like we were stumbling.
1: Yeah, and we're finally no longer noobs, and we're no longer like a podcast. What's that? (laughs) We kind of got. We we were no longer scared of microphones.
0: Yeah, and that was also another thing where we were starting to make jokes outside of the episode, and um, yeah, bringing a lot of more of ourselves into the podcast. Mm And
1: I'd like to thank alcohol; it (laughs) it played a big part in that transition.
0: Well, that uh, it's actually another funny thing because episode four and five were actually recorded in the same night five right after four obviously so it was like midnight when we started recording that episode which means like we met until like three o'clock we haven't done that much i think i've only done it like two or three times
1: mostly because we are really drunk by the time we get to episode four and five on those and
0: and yeah lately like it's been taking longer to record episodes because now we talk so much we are not afraid of the mics anymore. Yeah, so those are our top three episodes so far, and like I, I think, yeah, it makes perfect sense. And
1: check those ones out if you haven't.
0: Absolutely. So let's talk about the index itself. And um, going back to the classic era, this is the only era of The Simpsons where, so far in the index, by the way, asterisks, so far in the index this is the only era that has unanimous cubic zirconias. Yeah. And so I haven't bothered writing down, like, the top three episodes of the classic era because it's equal first with, like, 15 episodes.
1: <laughs> that is very fair.
0: <laughs> but the bottom three, um, number one was Homer's Odyssey, which got overall a dull bronze, two bronze and a participant. That's... yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's it's, it's a hard episode to love.
0: It's v- It's very...
1: Well, I think as we said at the time, it's one where um i and from memory this is one of the ones where um there's a really interesting through line for those episodes because homer's odyssey we talk about how that's building the simpsons foundation yeah uh homer to the max is where uh uh, how we're talking about once you've built that foundation this is something you can just come out and have a one that's completely about jokes and barely has a plot but who cares because you're having so much fun Mm -hmm. and that's what you build upon that strong foundation and then 500 keys i think was one that was representative of after you've done so well what's left it's like this is probably the best it's going to get after you've uh hit that high
0: yeah absolutely
1: so it makes an interesting story arc into itself
0: yeah because if you thought that like because this is probably the worst episode of season one and mm. if you thought this was all season one was it looks like shaky foundation but really the fact is season one's mostly good and this is sort of i find an, an anomaly and To be fair, the episode had a lot working against it at the time. You know, it's a new show. The writers Mm -hmm. don't know what they're doing. Uncharted territory. And um, the episodes, uh, like the first few episodes, were coming back with really horrendous animation. And this is one that they didn't correct. So there's a lot of, like, visual faults in this episode too, which are distracting.
1: It's got its faults, but hey, it still scores a bronze. That ain't bad.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I was the one who gave it a participant. Because you hate that one. To be fair, I came in swinging, you know. I was like... Um, oh, you uh, you guys are gonna hate this episode. You don't even remember it. And you guys like, yeah, it's it's fine.
1: <laughs> it's got its merits. They're not its usual Simpsons merits, of yeah, hilarity and unbelievably dense jokes. But
0: yeah, but dull bronze is a good place because, mm. like, while the Homer killing himself is a bit too heavy for the plot, it's also mm-hmm. lightened by the jokes with the Rock and everything. <laughs> I still love that. Yeah, but I, and but ultimately, it, it, they don't know how to structure it yet. But anyway. Um, The next lowest ranking is Natural Born Kisses from Season 9, which got a shiny bronze, uh, a silver and two bronzes. Um, This one surprised me, because I I was the one who gave it a silver, and I was remembering it as a gold, possibly cubic, but it really wasn't as funny as I remembered. Even
1: now, having reviewed that, I do remember it more fondly than, obviously, I'm assuming I'm one of the bronzes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I... I guess when you actually sit down and really look at it it just has all those memorable moments and I guess at the time it was a very scandalous episode yeah you know get a bit of nudity in there Mm. what we all came here to see (laughs) hardcore nudity
0: and yeah it totally um, was groundbreaking at the time and like yeah part of the Simpsons adults only collection that Mm. they had but um, ultimately what let it down was the, the, the B story that sort of was three scenes and it felt very padding. That, uh, so Bart and Lisa yeah, with um, the metal detector and the Casablanca. Yep,
1: yeah, which is funny. Um, yeah, but, but it, it
0: didn't make sense in the overall arc of the episode.
1: And yet I remember that bit really fondly. It's one of those yeah. things I think back on, you know, oh, well, there we go. Maybe. Well, no,
0: I mean, it, it's great stuff, but yeah. It's, hey, bronze ain't bird. No, and it's... It's a high bronze. Yeah, it's it's doing better than a lot of the episodes from Teens and HD again. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> And the third lowest is a tie between Treehouse of Horror 7 and Call of the Simpsons, which all got unanimous silver. Um, Call of the Simpsons, the RV episode from season mm-hmm. one. Again, season one, this was like a good episode, but...
1: but it just wasn't... They, they're going better places.
0: Yeah. And then there's some memorable bits in it, but ultimately it's a bit slower and not as joke heavy.
1: Yeah. And it's only going really gets funny towards the end. And yeah. other than that, it's all just kind of, it's a good example of, uh, early, the first era Homer, yeah. where he's the flawed patriarch. Yep. yeah. So he's not completely stupid. He's just, he means well, but he screws things up and,
0: and he's got a lot of pride, you know, when the, the car dealership guy is playing that against him and everything. Yeah, but exactly. Those scenes, like as funny as they were, and especially Albert Brooks delivery, man, he's mm. fucking, he's killer. He is so funny, but, um, ultimately, those bits, it's just slow. Like, Yeah, and
1: it's just not a whole lot going into it. I think watching that for the first time it would probably be a lot of fun because yeah. you don't know where it's going, but in the rewatch it doesn't have that appeal anymore.
0: Yeah, and also, yeah, I'm sure at the time seeing a baby get along with a family of bears. And then
1: he, she gives them the pacifier and they're all like... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Excellent work on the folly <laughs> um, And uh, yeah Treehouse of Horror at 7 This is one that You know Friends I've shown the index I've sort of had a look at it Oh yeah Remember that episode Yeah that's a cubic Wait Why have you given Treehouse of Horror 7 A silver Which one's
1: 7 Remind me
0: So uh, Yeah you weren't there For this one This was me and Shayna and Jordan And um this one was the Genesis Tub. Mm. It was Citizen Kang and fuck, what's the other one? Oh uh Hugo, Hugo. Bart's twin.
1: Well, there you go, because Hugo is like a bronze story at best. Yeah. Um Genesis is probably a silverish and Citizen Kang is gold. That's brilliant. Yeah. But uh that all equals evens out to a silver.
0: Yeah, and it was it was surprising because this again, this wasn't done in the Treehouse of Horathon, this was yeah, back when I didn't know any better <laughs> that I should keep the Treehouse of Horror separate, whatever. Um, but in watching back, yeah, I was surprised. The Hugo bit didn't wasn't as memorable and didn't have as many jokes as I uh, thought. Genesis Tub was surprisingly slow and mm. a Treehouse of Horror segment should not feel slow.
1: No, I mean, it's a third of an episode. You yeah. gotta psh, go.
0: Yeah. And yeah, it felt draggy for a seven-minute plot and then, yeah, Citizen Kang, totally brilliant. But it's got very specific references to the 1998 election, like.
1: We also have concerns about how you and your opponent are constantly holding hands.
0: (laughs) We're merely exchanging protein strains. If you can think of a better way, I'd like to see it.
1: Yeah, you got that, and uh, I think we've all said before, don't blame me, I voted for Kodos.
0: Yeah, like fortunately politics are so alien and fucked up that <laughs> this can apply if if you don't know who Bob Dole and Bill Clinton are. Yeah, And when you find out, and then you find out the thing about the pen, you go back and you appreciate it for another different level. But yeah, yeah. ultimately, like, it was a surprisingly weak treehouse, and especially coming from season 8, you wouldn't think, but yeah. yeah.
1: But hey, that's fine. Silver is still good.
0: So yeah, Homer's Odyssey was the only one to get a participant ranking at all. There's only a couple of silvers and everything else is just golden cubic. I think maybe I need to start purposefully watching some more forgettable episodes. From that era? Yeah.
1: It's fair enough. We should probably do that.
0: Because it feels like I'm running out, but then other times it's like, fuck, there is just so much greatness. We've still got so much greatness ahead. This
1: is why it's, you know, such a love show. Yeah. This is why people make podcasts about it, for your fuck's sake.
0: But yeah, I... And yeah, there's no failures at all that have been ranked in the classic era from us. But nope. I think that might change when we get to like the clip shows. But
1: I don't think anyone's going to fail a clip show. It might not be as much fun, but...
0: Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll
1: see. Obviously, we'll see. It's, it's, it will be hard to rank a clip show because yeah. it's such an odd entity. And, but um, and
0: I, I mean, it's going to be a while off anyway because I feel like we've got to earn the clip shows.
1: We've got to see all the episodes they reference. Yeah, Sorry.
0: actually, yeah, that's probably how I should do it. Make a list of the... Um, well, people have already made that list for me, so... <laughs> Thanks, people. <laughs> let's go cross-reference that. All right, let's talk about The Awkward Teens. So mm-hmm. the highest rated EPS from that episode is uh, an equal first place with three episodes um, with two cubics and gold for I'm With Cupid mm-hmm. and Little Big Mom and two cubics and a gold for HOMR.
1: R. Ah, All right. right. Yeah. I, think, I think I'm like the negative on all those.
0: <laughs> negative. <laughs> I know, I'll, I'll uh, know. You might on the gold side of yeah. The... yeah.
1: So of the compared to the two hyper positives, I'm the one. Well,
0: I didn't think that was very good. One. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, I'm actually surprised I'm with Cupid got this high because I thought, for as, as good as the story was and as funny as some of the jokes, I thought it was a bit derpy. Like this
1: is the one where Homer and uh, Apu is having the Elton uh, John. Elton and... John. Yeah, yeah. Um, did I keep it that or was that you?
0: I'm pretty sure it was um, Danny and Claire who cubicked it.
1: Ah, that's right. We have fours there. Yeah, and I think you and I golded. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, it, it's one of those ones I don't want to fight them on because I don't disagree that strongly. It's still a yeah. lot of fun. And I think um, Claire had the point of she just loved it every single time she saw it. It always clicked with her. So yep. that's fair enough. You can have that. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's good. It is great. It's a lot of fun. It's hilarious.
0: And there are like... Uproariously f- hilarious moments, like mm-hmm. absolute gut busters. Like I think that's actually what all these three have in common. Um and Little Big Mum as well, like, and this is a p- surprise because this is um the mudge breaks her leg at the ski yep. lodge one and Lisa takes over, where each act is a different story. Mm. But it is fucking hilarious throughout. Oh, yeah, it is great
1: throughout, and I think this is one of those ones where Act one, I gave a cubic. Act two, I gave a gold. And act three, I gave a silver. Because yeah. I do feel the ending is weak on that one. It's just they end up at a leper colony, and yeah. an electric needle room. It's kind of funny, but it, compared to how where it started with the snow fields and uh, back away, at the disco lady. <laughs> stupid
0: sexy Flanders.
1: And stupid sexy Flanders. Come on.
0: But, and I mean, I criticize The Simpsons often for operating like a sketch show these days mm. with these characters and this is one where they were definitely doing that but it
1: works so damn well
0: yeah and it's uh, and i think i fell on the cubic side of that and i wouldn't fight the gold one because i get it like the story's like not there like mm. but it's yeah too good to care <laughs>
1: yeah that's fair that's fair
0: and h-o-m-r which we watched in uh, the first episode Very of the podcast, yeah
1: yeah where homer gets a cr- finds out there's a crown in his brain
0: yeah and like I I really do love this one for a long time. I was saying I think this might be my favorite episode of The Simpsons wow. for the reason that it perfectly marries the old style of the show, the storytelling, the heart, and then what it becomes with mm-hmm. more joke based humor. Um, okay. I don't, but I don't know that I'd rank it cubic again in a rewatch. Ooh, uh, come in I'd,
1: my way of thinking because I know I was the one who was in the room who was the gold.
0: Yeah, oh definitely because. Um there wasn't actually as much heart as I remembered there being.
1: There is but it's what is it, there is it, really it, nice. Yeah. There's a great little um appreciation between Homer and Lisa and he writes that really nice note at the end. Yeah, what's there is really sweet, but um
0: it just would have been nicer if they expanded on it and maybe took away some of the time from the uh, anime parody and the the Claymation, uh, Davy and Goliath. Oh, it's yeah, weird.
1: I build a pipe bomb to blow up Planned Parenthood. Yeah.
0: Like, wow. And yeah, it just blows up, and Rod and Todd are like,
1: yay. Yeah. it's just like, mm, it's a bit much, maybe. Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, I really love HOMR. And, oh, yeah, it's great. Um, and also because it's such a derpy concept, but they totally pull it off. And
1: yeah, I mean, they do have that great joke. Well, it's stupid, but it lands really well where Hibbert's like, well, Homer's like, well, I've had hundreds of X-rays in my brain. Why haven't we ever caught this? Hibbert just walks in, I'll field that one. See, so yeah, I hold it like this, and I always put my thumb over the crayon. I'll just leave now. I was yeah, like, <laughs> that should annoy me so much more than it does, but for some reason it works there. Maybe because that was the first time they pulled that, or just the delivery. Yeah. I find you can get away with a lot with a solid delivery, so, I, you know, this is why Family Guy's still on. Yeah, yeah. Um, because they even when they're bad jokes, they deliver them in such a way that you're like, wait, that makes absolutely no sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, all those non-jerks, yeah, totally. Yeah, um, yeah so that was the top of the um, awkward teens, and now the reason why we call them the awkward teens because they've got a fair share of bad episodes mm-hmm. as well.
1: And um, what were some of those bad episodes, AJ and Neil?
0: Okay, so our worst episodes um, were all unanimous failures. Nice. Not in any order besides earliest to latest.
1: And failure <laughs> Uh
0: Future drama. Yes, yeah, the- sucked. Yeah, flash one,
1: forward episode where Marge and Homer break up, and Homer lives underwater. And it's stupid.
0: Again, it's just why break them up and not do anything good with it? Yeah, like, it like Homer, Homer was being jerk ass. He deserved it, and mm-hmm. she just reconciles for no reason. And um, gender Bart's girlfriend kept changing her motivations for man. Mm, nah, nah. it, it was a mess, and Millhouse roided it up and.
1: Yeah, which is weirdly a theme because that shows up in a few future. Showed flash up forwards. in barthood. Yeah. Yeah. Where he, uh, he's a gym junkie Reuter. Yeah. <laughs> Going, All right. Fine. And
0: Christian. Um. So yeah, that was terrible. Um. Also at number two, the Italian Bob.
1: <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, episode.
0: Yep. <laughs>
1: Although not as much as I used to hate you. So you know. No, it has been eclipsed. It's a mild fuck you. Actually, yeah. no, it's,
0: it's it's a you
1: know, like medium fuck you. <laughs> not the spicy kind. We're getting there.
0: But it's it's painful in its execution. Like, yeah. it is just going from set piece to set piece to set piece. And um, again, name-dropping worst episode ever. I think that might be the theme of this episode. <laughs> yeah, we, we, and, this
1: is the episode you recommended for worst episode ever to review. They hadn't seen it before. And yeah. uh, they really echoed a lot of our sentiments, which is really cool, because it's like, okay, it's not just us.
0: Yeah, oh, um, absolutely. And, yeah,
1: they even said, oh, yeah, at the beginning, I'm like, hey, this isn't a bad one. It's It's not too... And then by the end, just like...
0: Fuck By off. the end, you're yelling at the TV. <laughs> yeah. Like, um.
1: Although, but we, we both like the same joke of, um, uh, Sideshow Bob trying to correct uh, correct the pronunciation of Italian people's yeah. Italian.
0: <laughs> that I like. Uh, absolutely. Um, but, yeah, um, the way the, um, Sideshow Bob's reveal and he's uh, wearing the prison clothes on it, it's just terrible. Which he had
1: been doing for years for no reason. Yeah. And, uh, just all of it doesn't work and it's stupid and,
0: yeah, but I mean, if you're wondering why I, you know, reviewed this episode for our sideshow Bobathon in episode 19, and then would want to do it again for worst episode ever, it's like people
1: have to know. Yeah, this is a public service.
0: But yeah, I, I mean, I wanted to suggest an episode that we'd done on the show before, so I can give a plug while I'm on their show. You know, uh, where we did it, and mm-hmm. one that I knew was a failure and had good chance of being one of their worst episodes and yeah and I think it's like
1: 5th for them at the moment or something
0: like that Uh 10th to 15th I want to say okay. um, de- it definitely ranks low but it was brought up because again production values were actually good in that episode like Kelsey Grammer's delivery of mm-hmm. his terrible lines were terrible but his singing is great and yeah, all the animation looks beautiful like the aqueducts like even though there wasn't any great material material around it, it the production.
1: Dumb, frame. dumb fucking joke but yeah I guess
0: it looked yeah. okay but
1: then you got Krusty singing about Rice Krispies. Yeah.
0: So painful. Yeah, a lot of pain in that one. And the other unanimous failure from the awkward teens was Little Big Girl, another episode that you weren't there for. So I don't know if uh, you yeah, watch yeah, all yeah. the episodes. Um,
1: yeah, the-, the one where Lisa uh, is doing a family tree and wants to be part Native American and is the yep. Hitachi tribe. She gets from, a mi- gets from a microwave.
0: And Bart gets engaged to a pregnant teenager. That's the one. Yeah, yeah it's awful because... Um, like the characters do awful things and they don't get any comeuppance for it. Like Lisa just appropriates um <laughs> someone else's culture and gets no re- negative repercussions. Well,
1: just, even for Lisa is like just cheats on a yeah like, yeah. That's not Lisa. She doesn't cheat unless she really has to. Like you know if she's been playing video games uh, all week and doesn't hasn't studied the wind and the willows. That's right.
0: And nice. that's it. And there was no desperation to it. It was literally, like, the episode started out. She's at the kitchen table. Ooh, what should I do for my family tree? My family tree's boring. Looks at a microwave. Ooh, I can be from the Hitachi tribe. Yeah. And then uh, looks at the uh, curtains and then steals the corn curtains. And then, like... Would yeah. have made
1: a lot more sense to be Bart, because he would have half-assed yeah. it, and then, like, snowballed. That would have been fine. But, uh, for Lisa, no. You expect more.
0: Nope. And, um, like, I think the only bits about this episode that I liked was... Yeah, Bart accidentally saving the town from a fire by having a uh, fire hydrant-powered office chair that puts out a fire. I remember that. And so he gets a license, and then which starts the other good line, he's giving Lisa a lift somewhere, and Lisa goes, your hands should be at ten and two, not three and nothing.
1: (laughs) I do remember that. That's a good line.
0: But otherwise, horrible, horrible episode. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, And... uh, Talking about the HD era, the highest rated apps, uh, the aforementioned five hundred keys, mm-hmm. it's got a silver, silver bronze. I would have liked to seen it a bit higher, but I get it.
1: Yeah, it's it is. Well, as we said, it's the best. Um, I think the the HD era has yeah. gotten. It's, it's it's a fun, cute episode. Some logical leaps required. Some bits you feel a little bit awkward when you stop and think about them. Uh, this is the one where the Simpsons have a box full of keys and that open up various adve- doors to mystery and adventure. Uh, yeah. And we find out the school uh, tried to pull off some scam where they uh, had a fake classroom and then...
0: So that's like Lisa's story and mm. then um, Homer's story is he finds a key to the Duff Blimp and he goes on a... Massive blimp. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and you've got, you know, good bits where Bart's trying to pull all this mischief with these keys but keeps doing good by
0: accident. Yep. Uh, yeah. You've got the Poodatoot. Poodatoot Express. Hashtag Poodatoot.
1: <laughs> Look it up if you don't know. <laughs> you may be offended by mild tastelessness. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Oh, uh, that—that was like a meme for some of our early podcasts. Like... Yeah, well, just
1: just back when we used to uh, live in the same house, we used to. It was just a meme for our house yeah. for a while. <laughs>
0: oh, absolutely! And wow, tasteless. It's so good. <laughs> um, <laughs> worth the price of admission, but ultimately the episode has a stupid ending with um. The whole unraveling of the conspiracy—it doesn't make sense, and yeah. And you
1: find out Otto's been living with the fact that he might have—he thinks he killed thirty children for all these years—and it's like
0: Nelson too. Nelson thinks thirty two children died.
1: Yeah, and it's like that's a lot to weigh on these people.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. uh, Yeah.
1: Ultimately, fun though.
0: And so, with equal thirst, uh, the deadliest catch. Okay. Which almost. because this one got three silvers and a bronze and yeah um, and the
1: reason it got the bronze was specifically because it goes it throws to the um so this is the episode where uh, ned and edna start dating and at the end it throws to a what do you think we should do audience yeah. Lo- vote online whether they should stay together or not um which was it was just such a cop-out ending it was um,
0: and you can hear it in the podcast i go to rank at gold and then one of you says internet ending and i'm like You're right, I can't rank it gold for that.
1: I gave it a silver despite that ending because it's a good episode and I just... I mean, you get why they pulled that internet thing. Yeah. You know, they've been on the air for so long. They're trying to do something new, get the fans involved. I get it. It's just... It was irritating.
0: Yeah, it was. It was. And... Because it was
1: a good story up until that point. And you really wanted to see where it goes. It's like, oh, it's going to be whatever the internet wants it to be. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: And, uh, yeah, really good pacing and... But it was one of those things where they were felt like they were ramping up the, um, the conflict right at where you're like, hmm. this episode is this going to be a double episode and then yeah they do the cop out ending and it's also underdone by the season twenty three premiere, hmm. which isn't about Ned and Edna. It's about you just find out who, the result. Yeah, but they keep peppering references to it like through the episode, hmm. and it's not even done in a clever way like. Cartman's mum is still a slot. Remember that episode where they're yeah. trying to figure out who Cartman's father is? Like, yep. Um, it just felt arrogant and smug. Um, but so, you,
1: you do have, and we've come to really love the um, guy chewing his own beard.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've shared that on Twitter from the Simpsons <laughs> Index like three times now. It's, it's great. <laughs> and I will again after this episode airs, just in case you missed it. Mm-hmm. So those are the equal first, and uh, there's a lot of equal seven, uh, second, so I won't go into equal third, but. In Equal Second, uh, we'll just blitz through because there's four of them. Yep. Uh, No Loan Again Naturally, the one where... uh, Uh, Ned. ...becomes the landlord, yeah.
1: I don't remember much, but I remember not hating it.
0: Yeah, I mean, these are all um, shiny bronze, so Mm. one that you and Danny gave bronze and I gave silver because I'm that guy. You're that guy. (laughs) Um, The Book Job as well, which I thought would do way better with you guys, actually. Um, Yeah, I
1: think you golded and Danny and I bronzed or silvered. uh, No, I silvered. Like
0: Again, I tend to give silver to these episodes which have a good concept and good jokes, but That's something right, think, just falls flat.
1: Yeah, I think you and I silvered and Danny bronzed or participated. I'm not sure.
0: You and Danny bronze, I silvered. I didn't, okay, I, thought yeah. I silvered that one. Oh. Well, yeah, these are all shiny bronzes. So yeah, I,
1: I feel done. Um I I thought I silvered that one. All right, no, right. I'm 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 trusting previous me.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: you know that guy. That guy knows what he's talking about. Um, well,
0: it it does have story issues. Like. Yeah.
1: I just I love the ending yeah I can't even read
0: (laughs) and knowing that it's like actual uh, Neil Gaiman as well yeah who's like
1: who seems to be A. having a lot of fun and B. just taking the piss out of himself the entire time
0: yeah because as the most qualified uh, literary genius amongst their little mob group he is the most inept and useless in the group he's just the whipping boy (laughs) I laminated the menus
1: (laughs) yeah no, uh, that's that's the way it should be with and, um guests
0: and it's rare that they give um guests that are playing themselves in the episode such self-deprecating material like yeah. i guess yeah neil must have just been really down for it yeah. like
1: must have been like yeah sure just make fun of it i don't care i'm neil fucking gaiman yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> you don't go around life with a last name like gaiman and don't have a sense of humor that's about true. yourself he, he
1: probably got beat up a fair amount <laughs> like that he probably just looks at his life and go well i'm uh Highly awarded, successful author. I'm married to Amanda Fucking Palmer. <laughs> whatever you say is not going to make my life worse. So yeah. say whatever you want.
0: <laughs> mic <Mike> drop. <laughs> know, oh wait, no, it's Neil Gaiman. Like pen drop. No, no, typewriter. Neil, drop. Neil
1: Gaiman. He'd drop the mic, but it'll kind of hover in a black mist.
0: <laughs> um Bart Hood was also another silver, bronze, bronze. Yeah,
1: I remember relative Bart Hood pretty good without having seen Boyhood so I don't know how well the reference goes But
0: yeah I think I actually like how it told the story more than I liked the actual the story episode. itself yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, that's right when I mean, you get a really nice um, Bart-Grandpa connection and, yeah yeah that's, uh, and
0: yeah, really cool which is not even a theme that I noticed until doing this podcast mm-hmm. between this they... and the Hellfish and a few other episodes they really do have a relationship hmm. Um, and yeah in Bart Hood as well like that it did not once have The Simpsons as the ages that we knew them as well. It was mm. all about um, how they progressed through life outside of the times when Bart was 10, Lisa was 8. and Yeah. And the other one was There Will Be Buds, which was a bronze, bronze, mm. silver, silver. Um, which is surprising, like, especially season 28. Uh, remind me? Oh, this is the lacrosse uh, rice sandwich.
1: <laughs> right, right. I was getting that confused with um, Friend with Benefit
0: oh yeah <laughs> but the worst eps and we'll have to express through that because there's mm-hmm. a lot and these mm-hmm. are all unanimous failures mm-hmm. devil wears nada yep sucks fucking terrible blue and the gray again another one you weren't there nope. before and it's actually an episode with a few funny bits but it's ju- it's just horrible to marge like you can't in- you'd give it a participant for actually the episode itself but you fail it because of how mean it is
1: yeah and how shitty you feel about it i'm sure.
0: Yeah, and which is the same with Devil Wears Nada, how it's like, Marge is a slut and they're slut-shaming her, but all of a sudden she's into it, but then she wants to fuck That's Homer right, and he's not horny. and
1: That was weird. i completely forgot that entire side of things.
0: Oh, uh, it was bad. Um, Mo goes from rags to riches. Yeah,
1: the great story of Mo's dish rag. With yep, we've always wanted to hear that.
0: <laughs> and with the shoehorned-in Milhouse and Bart fight, which... Has nothing to do with an episode that's doing, like, a rag's journey through time.
1: Yeah. Isn't the rag Jeremy irons as well? I'm sorry, Jeremy's iron. iron.
0: (laughs) Um, What to Expect When Bart's Expecting also got a unanimous failure from us.
1: So bad. So bad.
0: We reference it all the time. I I like
1: that that one held the rank of worst episode ever for us for about three weeks. Yeah.
0: Like, and still... Part of me thinks that it's worse than Gaga, but also like I, I agree that Gaga is the worst we've seen so far. It is one of those things
1: where I kind of want to watch them again just to compare them, but also, why would I do that to myself?
0: No, because like. I mean, it, Bart's expecting, I enjoy that in like a, oh my God, this is so bad. It's so bad it comes around to being good because then watching it a second time with you guys got to seeing your reactions as each plot point unfolded. Yeah, for
1: you, that episode, us watching that episode for you is like two girls, one cup. Watch- yeah. Watching a reaction yes. to it, <laughs> you bastard.
0: Musk who fell to earth as well, which like is only slightly better than Gaga. Like And it has a lot of the same problems.
1: It has a lot of the same problems. I don't remember it being as offensively bad. It was just boring and ass-kissing.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So, whereas Gaga's just... Uh.
0: And that's the other thing. But for all its faults, what to expect when what it's expecting has really fast plots. So it moves shit through shit quickly, even if it's bad and painful to watch. Gaga and the Musk episode are just... They're dragging nails on a chalkboard.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, um, just keep going. Because I know it's the one you're going to reference soon. And then we can... Dig into it properly.
0: Also, we reviewed and uh, ranked a unanimous failure for yeah. Lisa Goes Gaga,
1: and I, I I think this is unanimously voted the worst episode we have reviewed so far. Yeah, it's just boring and offensively stupid at points, and just so much of it doesn't make sense. Isn't annoying? Like you've got that that bit with Marge and Gaga at the table where Marge has this beautiful moment of saying. I don't know what to do about Lisa, she's such an advanced special person that I- And I
0: don't like her interests and- Yeah, and
1: I don't like her interests and I try so hard but she's so smart and you get this real tender moment from Marge where it feels like, yeah, pretty soon Lisa's intelligence is going to eclipse you and you're not going to be able to help your own daughter anymore Mm. and how terrible must that feel as a person, to which Gaga just kisses her. And it's like, What? And not only that, it went from, like, trying to hold her hand and Marge is like, no, no, stop.
0: Yeah, I've got sudden fear of people touching me, I guess.
1: It's like, yeah, so if something, you know, and that's like... Oh yeah, so if Marge doesn't like you holding her hand, you better just make out with her. And it's like that is just—it's such dumb ratings-grabbing bullshit. Yeah. Where it's like, oh yeah, le- lesbian kiss between Marge and Lady Gaga. You better watch this episode. And it's like, no, it's fucking terrible.
0: No, no and it was tantalizing back in the nineties. But you know, once internet, I mean, fuck it. I, you see lesbians all the time. It's not. Yeah, it's just I, so like, unnecessary. <laughs> I remember
1: when Britney Spears and Madonna had a kiss, and it was—it was like, oh, so controversial, and oh my god, it's so hot. You watch it, and like. That is the most boring thing I've seen live on stage yep. you know, in the middle of a pop concert ever. <laughs> like, the amount of hype for this, it's like a peck. It's boring. It's stupid. It's Raiden's grabby nonsense.
0: Makes twerking look like hardcore pornography.
1: Yeah, it's just... <laughs> um... Are we done complaining about that episode? Because I'm not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we tend to complain about that episode a I know, lot because it is our basis of comparison for worst yeah. episode.
1: Yeah, when I talk about hell in The Simpsons, that's what yeah. I'm talking about. So.
0: And I would be surprised at this point because, like, I mean, off the top of my head, I don't think I can think of a worse one. Like,
1: yeah. I mean, I'd l- I'm looking forward to finding out, but. Um... And yeah. one day maybe I will watch What to Expect When Bart's Expecting and Lisa Goes Gaga back to back just to really dig in and feel like which one I hate more. Yeah. But for the moment, yeah, Lisa Goes Gaga.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, Treehouse of Horror 26 also ranked up there. Uh, um, I think I remember this one.
1: Is that the one oh, where... I
0: remember the Chronicle parody.
1: Ah, oh, yeah, the weird Chronicle parody. Uh, the the right, one where. The Godzilla one. Yeah, it isn't the one where um, Sijo Bob clones Bart and kills Bart constantly.
0: Yes. Yes, which it was, is. Who's
1: already done in an itchy and scratchy episode mm-hmm. in a better episode of The Simpsons.
0: Yeah, and, like, the best thing you can take away from it is when. At the end, Bob is got a chicken body, and that was from another treehouse of horror no, where that, Homer has a chicken body. The best but... part
1: of that is, like, to build the machine, you see Bob uh, raiding the science lab and then raiding the engineering lab, and then he's walking out of the dark arts lab, and he's, like, a little drunk. He's like, those guys know how to party.
0: Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah,
1: that bit's cute. And then the rest of it can go fuck itself.
0: Yeah, yeah, because the Chronicle parody was boring and, like, um, I still need to watch the movie.
1: It's not bad. It's not great, but it's not bad.
0: Well, yeah, because I'm actually a fan of Max Landis. I mean, he's a bit of a—he shoots his mouth off a bit, but I think he has a really good sensibility. And um, I, fuck, I haven't even seen American Ultra yet either. And yeah, right. that's meant to be a pretty good one.
1: I've heard mixed things. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: and finally, uh, from our uh, unanimous failures from the HD era is Monty Burns's Fleeing Circus, which uh, me and you reviewed for our only episode to have a single review.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, it was.
0: It, it deserved that ceremony. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm struggling to remember it now. I remember they, he gets like an amphitheater, but for some reason he, he failed there as a kid and then wants to something and it's dumb.
0: And either Sherry or Terry dies. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> they crap. drown one of them in a tank for the yeah. purpose of a magic illusion. Yep,
1: you see the body. It's That's dead. Yeah. Dead.
0: It was probably one that I would have given a participant, but it was painfully boring it was just that side of painful Mm,
1: yeah i do not remember that one finally
0: yeah so with the categories you know we rank on our six point scale you know the cubic the gold the silver the bronze the participant and then sometimes the failure we'll go through 23 episodes in cubic zirconia that equates to 21 percent of the episodes so far we've watched
1: you can watch a whole season of the best of the best
0: yeah that's right yeah season yeah roughly 22 episodes so yeah so far in our reviewing we've reviewed one season worth of Stuff just that we say you cannot watch The Simpsons and not watch this mm-hmm. stuff. Check it out. So, and gold, there's 17 episodes in there. It equates to about 16%. Yeah, the, the excellent episodes which are just shy for whatever reason.
1: Mm. Yeah, there's a lot out there where it's it's good and there's nothing you really want to point out as a problem, but it just didn't quite get to the grade.
0: Yeah, and and this is where episodes like Homer to the Max land wait. Yeah,
1: I maintain Homer to the Max is a cubic zirconia.
0: Oh, you ranked that a gold in the review. That was a... No,
1: I guess I'm pretty sure it was a candy of that.
0: Um, I feel like I did. No, Homer to the Max got um, two golds and a silver.
1: Yeah. I thought I keybicked, but okay.
0: Yeah, that's right. And Danny silvered it. And then there was you guys arguing in it about the foundation versus the...
1: But uh, What did I give it? I give it gold? Gold. Okay. I'm wrong then. (laughs) Being wrong on the Simpsons Index. Well, yeah, we'll oh, talk... No, the- I mean, I'm wrong now. I'm going to trust <laughs> Past Me because Past Me knows what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah, um, and that's that's it. We're sort of at the whim of the moment on the night. You know, it's... This isn't an exact science where... <laughs> it's television, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wanted to do it in this way with the categories so that it's not a specific number because mm. also, like, I've noticed with every review site... And, and I mean, I love reading TV reviews and shit like that, no. but um, I feel like a 10-point scale or a 100% scale from mm-hmm. 0 to 1 isn't actually exact because i don't find reviewers actually have a good grasp on the sliding scale between 5 and 1 like
1: yeah it's it's much harder to place that and then you get a lot of people who don't re- understand it in terms of reading it i mean there's a lot of fury out on the internet when they give it like a video game an 8 out of 10 yeah instead of a 10 or a 9 it's like that's still a good score
0: yeah and i think generally if you're going to give it a high ranking that's sort of more indicating more of a universal appeal and I've given episodes that I've otherwise loved, except that I don't think it's...
1: You have to be into something specific to yeah. really get not as much out of it.
0: Yeah, and yeah, when Simpsons do specific parodies of specific things, and maybe it required a bit of prior knowledge or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah
1: Specialized knowledge.
0: Um, so, Silver is our least populated category, with uh, only 12 episodes getting an overall Silver.
1: Yeah, I think we've talked about that before, that Silver is this anomaly where it's just a weird step between the bronze and the gold um for some reason yeah a lot like uh you were just saying it's uncharted for a lot of reviewers between one and five what belongs there for us it's yeah what belongs between uh a bronze and a gold you
0: know yeah because i think if it was like doing the conversion to a sliding 10 point scale this would be your sevens and
1: i was gonna okay. if you're converting this to numbers i'd say failures are one to two participants are uh, 3 to 4. Mm. Bronze is going to be a 5, 6. Silver's a 7, 8. Gold's a 9. And Cubic's a 10.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it feels like you can get a bit more exact between 8 and 10 rather than yeah. below that. <laughs> Bringing us to Bronze, which has also got 23 episodes in the overall ranking. Um, equal with, with Cubic's Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but Bronze is also another weird category where it's also got the most divisive opinions in it because mm. this is all the Shiny Bronze, Dull Bronze, and Bronze in between, whereas Cubic Zirconia, it's either unanimous or slightly less. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Bronze has got like, a variety of opinion going on in that one.
1: I think it's because that's when you're skirting a participant where it's like, I could never watch this again and not miss it.
0: Yeah, um, and, and there's a lot of episodes which are Dull Bronze, which means it's got a participant in there, which means our panelists just... were divided whether or not they'd watch it again.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: Yeah. Um but it's a it's an interesting ranking and yeah, by no means bad episodes, but Just short. Yeah. You know. Um participant um has got seventeen in it.
1: No. Oh, that I thought we would have had more, but okay.
0: And Failure has sixteen. Alright. Which is Sort of refreshing to know because you could look at this and say, okay, statistically, uh, 31% of the episodes are participant and failure. Mm. So, that's about a third of episodes that you're going to get from The Simpsons are bad. That's not bad odds. But the truth is, (laughs) I format this podcast so we generally watch a great, a mediocre, and a bad episode. So... (laughs) <laughs> I worry that I might have burnt up too many of the good HD ones already.
1: Well, we have talked before that we know there's a lot in the awkward teens where we've just we've dubbed it the wasteland, where there's just nothing good for yeah. season on season. That uh, we're thinking of marathoning for a very yeah. special episode.
0: Yeah, no, um, yeah. If we just like did a disc of season seventeen, I'd just like to rip off that band aid because I'm game. <laughs> like. The movie seasons are by far the worst. Like, I feel like there's more forgettable episodes in the HD era, whereas Mm. 15 to 18 had really offensively bad episodes.
1: Yeah, yeah. As we've discovered,
0: yeah, <laughs> like Codependence Day and Marge versus Scatter Tag, and um,
1: <laughs> you remembered the acronym
0: <laughs> Approximation, <Okay. laughs> and yeah, Little Big Girl, and so many of those other ones. They're like they're painful, and it mm. it's only just after like the show's sort of doing more of a sketch feel, and it's just totally lost its way while they're divided between the movie and the show. Yep, sad. So, the future of the podcast, you know, we had our competition recently that was um, someone solved out Mystery of the Eleven.
1: Mm-hmm. So, Mystery of the Eleven, that sounds great.
0: Yeah, yeah where just by accident, didn't cover a single episode 11 from any season. I didn't notice it until like episode 22 of the podcast, I want to say. So I built a whole conspiracy around it to tie into our competition and someone figured it out within four days of trying. That's really impressive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, I
1: want to now read Harry Potter and the Mystery of the Eleven. <laughs> or Indiana Jones and the Mystery of the Eleven.
0: So those episodes are back on the cards. Um, just to be an arsehole, I'm not going to purposely pick an episode 11, but if someone suggested in the competition now, I'm not going to exclude it for mm-hmm. reasons that yep. it's an 11 anymore. Yep, that's fair. Yeah, so... Just going to keep it up for a little while longer. But um, people were asking sort of about some of the other episodes, why we've said um, they're not on the cards. Well, the Treehouse of Ones now, uh, because I want to save them for may mm-hmm. and Halloween. But we've got plans for episode 100 to do, literally in The Simpsons, episode 100, 300, 500. Mm-hmm. And then for episode 200 of the podcast, we're going to do 200, 400, and 600. And then in episode 138, we're going to do the episode 138th episode, Spectacular. Yep. So later on this year, we're planning a two-part special coming up where we'll do right. Who Shot Mr. Burns part one and two. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll also do, I feel like Maud dies had a bit of a part one and part two going on where you get the episode where Maud dies and then mm-hmm. the episode about Praiseland. I felt always felt like they were two sides of the same coin. Yeah, that makes sense. And then there's the uh, future Xmas time jump duology. Um where, yeah, it's a future story told with Bart and Lisa's kids on Christmas and there's two of those. In, like, I have
1: not seen those.
0: Season 23 and 24. They're mediocre to okay. Like,
1: uh, we'll see what they are.
0: Yeah. Um, it's what we do here. And so, yeah, we got that planned and another 2 part special where we'll do the two episodes with um, Homer's brother, Herb, and mm-hmm. there were also pretty much a two-parter with the Vegas wives. Yep. And also the Great Fatsby, the hour long episode, which I was like, well, isn't that one episode? But no, Simpsons have said it's episodes 12 and 13. So we will do it, uh, treat it as if it's a two parter. All right. Um,. Yeah, and the movie special, of um course. I want to do that at some point as well where we do Camp Crosty, which was originally meant to be the Simpsons movie until they just put it in an episode, the Simpsons movie of course, and then The Man Who Came to Be Dinner, the fantastical space story that they were going to make into the Simpsons movie sequel until they realized that was a fucking bad idea, but uh, they still did the episode is which that was the a fucking bad one where idea. they
1: meet Kang and Kodos and it's not a Halloween episode. Not a
0: Halloween uh, yeah. totally canon. They go to space and jump the shark at the same time somehow.
1: Well, to be fair, if they're on space, they're jumping over all the sharks. Yeah. <laughs> and all the other animals.
0: And uh, finally, uh, th- another special I've got planned is our final episode of the podcast where, God willing, the Simpsons only go to season 30, which is my prediction at this stage.
1: It does feel like time to wrap it up.
0: Yeah. 30 years is amazing. Well, the fact that none of the main, like, six voice actors have died, I mean, they've lost... Lunch Lady Doris, Marsha Wallace, um, the... the the Bleeding Gums Murphy. Yeah. I know, he's not actually, I didn't know it's a voice, but... <laughs> said, I know, it's a bit. They were never popular. <laughs> <laughs> but... And people that are dropping like flies now. So my prediction is they'll do season 30, they'll get to 650 episodes, and they'll say, you know what, those are some nice round numbers that we can... Wrap on. And... Yeah, and hopefully just from that we can forget about how much we've been diluting the waters for the last half of the run
1: 30 years is an amazing achievement no matter what you're doing i didn't even plan to work that long
0: so yeah yeah and imagine at the one job well i guess that's why a lot of the staff writers left
1: Yeah, but I mean, obviously the voice cast must still like it. I mean, I know at one point they were going to cancel The Simpsons, but they all took a pay cut so it could stay on. That's
0: right. Future um, so Futurama they, as well. Yeah, similar thing. But obviously,
1: they love doing it. And and, um,
0: and Harry Shearer threatened to quit, and like it was n- uh, said that he'd qu- uh, quit the show, and The Simpsons came out and they said they were going to replace him absolutely with a new person. Really? Oh, you didn't remember uh, know that? Um, no. Yeah. Alright, I have to pee, so we're gonna take a quick break now.
1: Do it do it do it do it. Do it, do it.
0: <laughs> and we're back, and that was a good pee break. I rated a gold.
1: Okay, yeah, I I can care. Could be better, but it was still great.
0: Didn't have to pass a gallstone this time. Yeah.
1: So listeners out there, if you haven't peeing, <laughs> give it a try.
0: We recommend it. Mm.
1: <laughs> the Simpsons Index recommends peeing.
0: <laughs> I bravely endorse this yeah, product. Yeah,
1: I wholeheartedly embrace this event or product.
0: <laughs> they told me not to say it, but damn it,
1: I will shill out for peeing
0: <laughs> because it's true. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So. We get lots of uh, fan mail in the uh, Simpsons Index. Um, oh,
1: fan tweets.
0: No, mail. Like, mail. People write on paper and put it in envelopes, stamp it, and send it to Australia.
1: That is astonishing.
0: It is like in a, in a day where basically you can do these like mails on your phone. At, yeah. What was it? You, the Twitter you were saying before. Yeah,
1: or the electronic mails. Mm.
0: So yeah, we got lots of fan mail on the for this show, and uh, this first letter comes from. Professor Lawrence Pierce of the University of Chicago and he writes why don't you guys talk about the couch and the chalkboard gags?
1: Oh, interesting. Uh, Elliot, you've you've mentioned this before why don't you uh, field that one?
0: Well, okay. First of all there's plenty of resources online to find what Mm -hmm. the couch and chalkboard gags for any given episode and generally they're not worth mentioning. Like, for instance the season one ones there's like two of them where they don't actually have a gag and one of them where they just sort of squeeze Homer out and, like, what are we going to say each time? Yeah, unless (laughs) it's
1: particularly remarkable or, you know, particularly bad. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking particularly of the Hobbit one where it's a good bit, but it just goes on way too long.
0: Well, when it goes over a minute and a half, it it then intrinsically becomes part of the episode. Yeah,
1: exactly. So we'll mention it if it's interesting or important or if there's a guest director or something like that. Um,
0: Yeah. And, you know... Sort of, we'll mention the chalkboard gags when they're a bit more meta fourth wall breaking, Mm -hmm. like where they're trying to make a social statement at the time rather than making an in-joke. Again, because you can find the information anywhere.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can Wikipedia that, but you cannot Wikipedia whether or not it's worth a cube.
0: Yeah, that's it. And yeah, this is more of an opinions podcast rather than going through the trivia. (laughs) Why
1: do we have a lot of those?
0: (laughs) Well, and I mean, the other thing is I didn't want to focus on doing trivia because uh, compiling trivia for the later episodes is significantly harder than it is compiling trivia for the early episodes. Yeah, like, there
1: are a lot of strange episodes and some... Oh, sorry, yeah. strange references in some of these episodes. Yeah, um, and
0: the fact is, like, a lot of these episodes do become hard to research and plan the trivia for because, yeah, they're newer episodes, there's no DVD commentaries or people haven't done the extensive studying that they have than mm. the classic era. And, and the last thing I'll say about the whole why we don't ch- cover the couch and chalkboard gags is because... The intros for the HD era episodes um, are now crammed with recurring Mm. gags. I watched a few intro sequences um, before doing this episode tonight just to give you an idea of all the jokes they're making. Okay, there's usually a joke with the clouds and the Simpsons.
1: Something flies by,
0: yep. Something flies by. There's a gag there. Ralph sometimes says something different Mm -hmm. every time the Jebediah head falls on him. There's a billboard before they go into school, then there's the chalkboard gag, and then Barney also sometimes says a a variety of phrases when Bart lands his skateboard on him. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes there's also power plant or supermarket variants. Not often, but... um, Every now and then. Every now and then. Um, Lisa basically plays a different instrument on each HD-era episode, whereas before it would just be the saxophone and variations on Mm -hmm. the Simpsons theme, like just sax solo break. Um, Now it's like, she'll run around with a trumpet or a harp or a fucking flute or something. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, the sweep of the town and then finally the couch gag. Like, that's a lot of recurring gags to cover. <laughs> mm,
1: that's, yeah, it's a lot of stuff that's essentially inconsequential. Yeah. Unless, yeah. unless it uh, contributes to the make or break of the episode, which is what we're here for, then, you know, whatever. We don't need it.
0: Yeah, totally. Um. All right, next letter. Dr. Linus Irving of the Sloan Kettling Memorial Institute asks, I don't agree with some of your rankings. Will you ever re-review some episodes?
1: Um, in one very rare instance, when we were both too drunk to be coherent, <laughs> we are planning to redo the Spring Shield episode. But um, We haven't
0: released that, though. I know, I know. Because <laughs> so, we're both too drunk. I know I am. Yeah, I, I haven't gone back. We have some unaired minis that we recorded back in the day, but around the time when we did release... Uh, the Call of the Simpsons, Mobile Homer du- duology of um, mm-hmm. just me and you, it sort of occurred to me at that point that the spreadsheet looks weird with so many just duo rankings. So um, just from an aesthetic point of view, I don't want to really do duo episodes. And yeah. um, we have some unaired ones, which we may release, we may re-record. I don't know yet i'd like I'd like to
1: remember it, yeah,
0: I don't know. I might do a cut of the episodes and sort of have us listen to it and see if we want to um yeah, yeah. do it again, Because like uh, the other two we did the Michael Sarah is hermis Henningway guy mm. one, and then the Sky police, which mm. turned into a parody of the movie twenty one yeah, um, they were such middle of the road participant episodes that like I don't want to go back there, yeah, there's, there's nothing to review. Yeah, there really isn't. It, 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 it'd really just be better to go, you know what, the spreadsheet's going to look weird for those ones, but whatever. Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, I don't know, is there anything you want to, any episodes you feel you were a little harsh on or a little lazy on and want to revisit?
0: Well, here's the thing. Um, I hate fucking when people say, here's the thing. It's just, I always picture them presenting the thing. Here is the, the thing. thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that phrasing. I'm going to use that. <laughs> Here it is. Um, and they just to
1: hold up a little action figure of the thing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, as far as re-reviewing episodes go, look, I don't think the episode overall ranking is wrong on any episode by an error of, say, one ranking. Hmm. Like, I'd say there's a margin of error maybe by one ranking. You know, mean, we were talking about I'm With Cupid before, where... We were both gold and it's a dull cubic because of the other two people who voted cubic. And I'm like, you know what? That's not enough to piss and moan about.
1: No, absolutely. There's ones where I don't necessarily agree with the rankings, but I don't think there's ever been anything where I really want to argue it out with someone. And even just before when we were talking about various episodes where I thought I'd given different rankings than I actually did, I'm trusting those opinions at the time.
0: Yeah. And again, uh, from memory, none of those were off by more than one ranking mark mm. anyway. Yeah. Like, there's surprises like Treehouse of Horror 7, where that was all silver, where I'm like, well, maybe I was being a bit harsh on it at the time. But again, I would say no better than a gold. Like, Mm -hmm. and so silver's fine. And then with Simple Simpson, where that was, yeah, cubic gold and two silvers, like, that becomes a weird fucking spectrum of opinion on that episode. But that's kind of the charm of the panel. And that it's not entirely up to me what an episode gets, or up to you, or like any of us really.
1: Well, not without bribery.
0: No. (laughs) We're obligated uh, to our own opinions until money's involved. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, also, look, the podcast is already going to take four years minimum at our current rate. And it's like every episode that we review is an episode that we could have reviewed something else.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I see no value in going back. I'm happy with all the things I've said. Yeah. Even those ones with controversial and terrible
0: but having said that like my small list of controversial episodes if you think of any other ones mm-hmm. like uh but yeah look who's coming to criticize dinner uh, um that was one uh, got gold, gold silver bronze ranking yeah the
1: one at home as a food critic i remember that very fondly i haven't seen it for years but uh, yeah i am surprised when i heard it got those harsher rankings
0: yeah and i think it was just in comparison to other more classic episodes yeah it's not as strong it's a bit more sketchy and a bit um but god he can hear pudding i for that line alone i almost gave it a cubic (laughs) (laughs) but again it averages out to a silver and i'm like fair that's that's a good score still um simpsorama i honestly don't know how that got a single got bronze rating but shag had his reasons
1: yeah so what was that uh participant failure from you participant from me Bronze from shag yeah it's how we felt about the episode. Um, I remember it not being as awful as it could have been. So um, that's surprising unto itself. But, uh, yeah.
0: And I think I was a bit harsher on it because it did nothing to help either show. No.
1: And we miss Future Armour every day. So. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, and we're going to do this episode in the future, the Family Guy crossover. It's not an episode of The Simpsons, but it's. I think it's important to show how... A potentially disastrous crossover with two shows that are well over the hedge mm-hmm. two shows that are well past their prime managed to come together for a, a double episode which was great like
1: oh great is very generous i would say it's the best you they were ever gonna do yeah it's the best version of what it could possibly be yeah uh, how good it actually is i scarcely remember it but uh yeah whatever. we'll get there
0: we have a letter here from Ambassador Henry Mwambe Tuber of the Ivory Coast, and he writes, I'm a big fan of your podcasts, but would you do any other indexes? Um, maybe because you know a lot of other shows would be a lot shorter to do yeah um it'd be less than a year obligation if we did this format with other shows so maybe i don't know
1: maybe uh the thing is because the simpsons has been on for so long has such a legacy and such a variety to its quality yeah there's a lot more merit in trying to categorize the best of the best the the good the bad the okay the really bad um other shows that, you know, something like... I mean, we've, we've talked about doing a Rick and Morty one, but those are all pretty damn good. Um, yeah.
0: At worst, their episodes would be silver. Like
1: <laughs> I feel like... Yeah, probably. I mean, who knows? Um, Seinfeld as well. We've, we've joked about doing that one. It'd be fun. I feel like that's also going to be... A pr- like, only towards the end is it really going to... They're they're bad seasons, or maybe their last two, maybe three. Yeah. And they're not bad, then. They're just just different. Yeah, they're just not as good, not as crisp. But they're still, you know... You wouldn't get that variety of just how... From phenomenally great, fantastic, groundbreaking television to utter garbage. It's just not there. Whereas in The Simpsons, we have that, so...
0: And see, that's sort of... uh, Yeah, you're hitting on a good point. Because if it was like... Um, personally, I'd love to do the Seinfeld, but again, it wouldn't really work in our format because of mm. how much the uh, continuity between episodes they yeah. have, and that's sort of going to be a problem if you're going to do this with any sitcom, that you yeah would more have to do it as a start-to-finish podcast, whereas ours, where we're picking, yeah, three episodes so, hey, decades apart.
1: Different format. We could definitely look into reviewing a different different show, yeah. but um, it would need some changes for what we're currently doing.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah I sort of wrote down four categories personally I'd love to do Seinfeld practically like for the audience out there what show does need an index I think South Park Um, but
1: that's another huge undertaking I mean they do not in this the, yeah what, how many seasons are they up to like
0: they just finished their 20th
1: jeez that's but
0: huge but also they have half the length of their seasons like most of their seasons are only 14 episodes and the last true three years have only been 10 episodes so again it's much more attainable they haven't I think they'll get to 300 episodes in maybe four years or something. Well, and a
1: big difficulty in that is a lot of it is more current event stuff. Yeah, um, a which... lot,
0: a lot, some of it won't age well.
1: Yeah, it won't age well just because the event has passed or won't age well just because you'd have to research what was going on. Yeah. Um, if you weren't aware of it when it happened, uh, shit like that.
0: Yeah, like the whole Trayvon Martin, George Zimmerman, Zimmerman thing that they... Mm-hmm. um did and they tied it into world war z you know i didn't watch world war z i didn't pay any attention to the george zimmerman thing and that episode was totally lost on me whereas mm-hmm. like i saw critics saying oh this is a darling what the show is breaking new ground i was like i don't think i laughed once in that episode and it's kind of my fault for not being well it's satire not and being satire woke. doesn't
1: make sense out of its context so yeah. you know
0: but also South Park have a lot of continuity going on between the later seasons oh yeah and I've heard
1: they have like full season story arcs and stuff which is yeah. I, def- I definitely want to check out but it's time
0: um, but for personal and practical reasons I'd love to do Futurama because I think that does have the varying quality like but at worst I'd say the some of the Comedy Central episodes especially season seven and eight uh, at worst pe- uh, participant I don't think there's any failures
1: yeah I don't th- I can't think of anything on that that's garbage. I yeah, mean, there's definitely lackluster ones and ones that are just kind of so odd you don't know what to make of them. But you know, there's it's all pretty good. Yeah, that's why we love it so much.
0: Yeah, like um, God, the only one that's coming to mind is like the one where Bender is a um goes tries to go full legit with the folk singing and then he has a three D printer that he um accidentally makes octopus monsters yeah, with yeah that one was odd and it's just odd because like it's doing this whole uh time travel things had already happened
1: yeah and it's just changing gears really quickly because you're in folk and then you got this time travelly thing and you get this 3d printing thing and then it's yeah yeah it's a lot of things at once you kind of like mm, sorry what just happened
0: and a wild card um i think even claire talked about wanting to host this uh doing an adventure time index because nice especially now that they've got all the episodes on Stan, I started checking out Oh, really? Some, yeah.
1: I have to go home <laughs> for sleep.
0: Well, see, here's the problem. Like, I started watching some season seven, and it's fucking terrible.
1: I've heard bad things. I have picked up... A, there were Someone put, like, um, block episodes, so, like, four episodes that all tie into the same theme. Uh, there's one talking about Marzaline and the Nightosphere, I forget. And there's another yeah. one, which is Islands, which is where you find out where Finn came from. Um, they were pretty good. They were a little bit different in tone. Yeah. Um, still good, but I could see whether the diff- there was definitely a difference, you know. Yeah. But it also goes some amazingly deep places.
0: Well, yeah, season five and six, I love for that because it didn't feel as crazy and haphazard as the earlier seasons and mm. they were really going deep the, around the time when Jake had the puppies and... Uh, yeah. things like that. But not
1: only that, there's um I think it's Gulliad. So, you know, Princess Bubblegum. Well, oh the yeah, cut, cut all this if you want. But yeah, where uh Princess bubblegum makes a guardian but it doesn't see why it needs to be a guardian and has yeah. there's this great bit where she's explaining like look, the bee takes the pollen from the flower and it doesn't hurt the flower when it does it. So they can both exist together and the Goliad just goes, Yeah, but bee needs the pollen and if it was going to hurt the flower by taking it, it would do it anyway. Mm. It's like Oh shit, life <laughs> metaphor.
0: And yeah, um people are much happier when they're controlled. Like look at them, there's no fussing, no fighting, no resistance. Like, yeah,
1: that's a very heavy concept. Yeah. Another thing I wanted to talk about, was... Oh, I was probably just more Adventure Time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just it's really heavy, but it also gets in my head and is a weirdly happy sad song of babies building a tower into space because <laughs> of where he's gonna find his dad daddy's got an arm and baby's gonna harm him and take his arm I can't remember who it goes yeah <laughs> every now and then is it's like,
0: that the one where he's using his mind to yeah yeah, build a tower into space because yeah. his
1: dad ripped his arm off
0: that's right it's, it's
1: crazy but it, yeah it's a show that really gets some interesting places
0: yeah and um, also like has interesting small amounts of continuity as well like mm saga with the leaf blade and his arm growing back and all yep. that sort of stuff like yep. and all like the uh the prismo episodes as well oh it's so good in the early days but honestly it did take me a while to get into it, it
1: but it's an odd show and but there's a lovely just amount of depth that you get these yeah brief glimpses of what i do like is it feels like that depth was always there that in suddenly shove it in um
0: no like it, it happens gradually because i started from season one which I think it's actually a mistake. I reckon, like, you should come back to season one, start on season two or something. That's probably cause...
1: sad when they've got a bit more grounding and know what they're doing a bit more.
0: Yeah, because those are the episodes that interest me, whereas I go back to season one as more of a novelty. Mm-hmm. Like...
1: Yeah, when it's just a little bit more completely separated episodes. But yeah, there's I think from the very beginning there was a very realised world. They knew what had happened, mm-hmm. what everything was, what's going on. And uh, so you get glimpses of that as you go through and then later on you find out yeah. how serious it all is. And Yeah, very cool. I like that.
0: And, yeah, and what a way to do it. They just have these colourful characters, but, yeah, it's all in the setting of a post-apocalypse. So it mm. just, yeah, it does make way for those really deep, dark tales. And Yeah. Oh, God, everything with the Lich as well. And
1: Yeah, the Lich is very good.
0: Yeah, but and also being very whimsical and silly at the same time. Like, mm-hmm. teaching lessons about friendship. Fuck, it's a good show. It's a good show. But, yeah, the later episodes get very ham-fisted. I
1: yeah. um, just don't think of anything indexes I would want to do outside of Seinfeld and... Adventure time, Futurama. I maybe an X Files index, that could be fun. That yeah. also varies greatly in, in de- uh, index files. The index files. That's not bad, not even a bad name. The index files. <laughs> yeah. uh, that'd be cool. Um, there's also a real like a, I I I love crappy late night TV. Mm. Like uh growing up my favorites were something like my favorite was Chronicle News from the Front which was like rejected X-Files episodes. It's like huh. they're, they're making this, it's about these people who write for this, you know, uh, tabloid magazine about, you know, moon men found underneath New York and that kind of thing, mm. except they actually do it. And so they go to like haunted malls and stuff. <laughs> and it's like garbage, but I'd love to do that just to talk about it. Cause it's, yeah. it's beautiful garbage. It's ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Uh, at some point I want to index the Tracy Ullman shorts as well. Yeah, like,
1: no, that's fair we should do those.
0: I'm pretty sure they're on YouTube for free. Like,
1: Yeah, I mean you can definitely find it somewhere. It's like you know what? If we're going to do the Simpsons Index, do all of it. Yeah. Well, I mean... We haven't talked about uh, maybe trying to twitch the video games or something.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'd, I'd love to do that. Yeah. Maybe one day up at Cafe 1984 up the road on uh, King Street. By the way, go there. Their Buddha bowl is fucking delicious and healthy for you too. Mm. Um. But yeah, they've got the Simpsons Arcade, nice. the four-player cabinet there. And yeah, I'd love to do a live stream from there and just use their cabinet. Yeah. Um, so you
1: got the cabinet game. You've got uh, Bart's Nightmare. You've yeah. You've got Simpsons and Run. Right and there's probably like a dozens more we didn't yeah. think of.
0: there's The Simpsons game, but um, it's okay, but it just suffers a lot of clunky 3D platforming problems that mm. a lot of those, yeah, licensed from property 3D platform games did at the time. Sure. Um, there was also Simpsons Road Rage, but that got surpassed by Simpsons Hit, Hit and Run. Run. Yep. Um, there was a wrestling game, which is borderline unplayable. Like... <laughs> I think that'd be fun from like an E.T. the Atari game perspective. Yeah, where, ra- rage play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're fighting the controls. Um,
1: mm-hmm. uh, we could do Ken Burns, Jazz.
0: <laughs> the Jazz Index.
1: Community, but I feel like that's fresh enough in people's minds. That's the thing, if you want to know how good Community is, just watch it all. Yeah, it's only it's six seasons.
0: They haven't even done the movie yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, community it'd be an interesting one.
1: I think so. Like just to really pull apart where what goes wrong because it's it's very famous. Well, Dan Harmon is kicked off, but yeah, even then, I think even when he comes back and fixes a lot of it, it's not as good. And there's something I think there's something that just gets lost in the fact that there was a, a limit to how much that show could do. Yeah, um, just because they're always tied to the school and they're always tied. You know, there's just there's just a point where you can't do anything anymore.
0: And I like how in I think it was the final episode where Jeff has a vision of what uh, his life would be if he stayed there with like the group becomes him, Gareth, Leonard, uh, Vicky <laughs> with what yellow shirt. What what's a character defining traits? nothing, and like that's it. Like and magnitude. Yeah. Like it's like yeah, that's where it's going if you do season eight. So
1: yeah, exactly. And well, not only that it was just like like the number of times they did a um. Jeff learns that Greendale really is the place he needs to be. They did that like seven times. Like that was the entire point of season one. Yeah. But then they still did it a bunch more times. Obviously, yeah. It's I think it's a victim of its problems. But uh, even then, there was only a certain amount you could do with the concept. Yeah. I mean the the great episodes are great. The first three seasons are just brilliant stuff.
0: Oh, absolutely. Like uh, some people sort of dispute season three, but I I, like they were doing a lot more high concept episodes in that one, but. Mm. I think even if you're going to say that's where they hit critical mass, I think that was still...
1: like Still worth watching. Uh, yeah. And
0: If for nothing else, then return to Castle Hawkthorn, the video game ah, episode. Yeah. That is just brilliant. That's a great, great episode. Brilliant execution of concept. Mm-hmm.
1: We talk about 30 Rock a lot. Again, same deal, yeah. I think. You know, you've got a slight incline up to greatness and then after that, a, a, a slight but still fair decline... It, ended well, but it was also clearly time to
0: end. Yeah, but in that final season, maybe final two seasons, I feel like that was them doing a victory lap.
1: Pretty much, but that's fair enough.
0: Where, like, yeah, the comedian comes back out after fucking nailing the show, and he's like, I have to do this. Just runs up and down the aisles high-fiving people. Yeah, that's fine. And, you know what, a couple of episodes of that were totally earned.
1: Yeah, yeah, because I mean, you're watching the last season, you're already a fan, you want to be high-fived
0: yeah yeah absolutely yeah. um but um like what else besides the simpsons do you like as well they don't the audience out there doesn't really hear what we uh watching that's not the simpsons um,
1: i'm trying to think of stuff like i've got most everything
0: of um i recently rewatched horace and pete uh louis ck's um show i'm still
1: only half i keep forgetting about that
0: because it's a fucking heavy watch man it's yeah, just that, it is great from what i've yeah. seen
1: but um yeah, it's, you, ha- it's a, you have to be ready to be a little bit depressed.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, uh, it's just seasonal effective to sort of just hit me at oh, the right oh, time.
1: Oh, Bojack. How the fuck are we not mentioning Bojack Horseman?
0: Oh, yeah. Another one where we'd just be gushing over it. No, it's
1: an amazingly good show. Season three just floored me. It was great.
0: And yeah, kind of similar to Adventure Time where it sort of starts out really silly and then just keeps introducing these underlying darkness in the universe and you find yourself being filled for a uh, feeling for an anthropomorphic <laughs> <laughs> anthropomorphic course man like yeah it's insane
1: yeah and like by the end of season 1 you've got that it's really heavy and you just mm, love it it's great
0: yeah and you're forgetting that. Like, yeah these uh, characters are all different animals that are like not addressing the fact
1: that the animal thing is there for the occasional sight gag and that's more yeah. or less it so
0: yeah and it sort of stylizes the show a bit as well mm-hmm. like and
1: um, what else would I do? I love Battle Co- Battlestar Galactica, the remake series. Yep. Um, A bit more cult TV. I actually really like the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Season two especially. Season one's a bit of a wank, but season two is really good. But I'm a big Terminator fan, so I can yeah. just do the Terminator <laughs> Index. Yep. Twilight Zone.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that I, went through, I went through a bit of a binge uh, three years ago uh, watching a bunch of Twilight Zones on YouTube. I'd recommend anyone do it. Yeah. Like, find a list where someone's made, like, what are the t- twenty best Twilight zones? And just go off that. Like
1: mm. it is very hit and miss, and you see get some that are much more kind of sentimental and cute, yeah, than a uh, creepy or weird or out there. But um, and of course, it's also got very nineteen fifties sci fi things where aliens have three eyes and six ears and stuff <laughs> like that.
0: And you can see the 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 tearing of the seams on yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. This stuff, like that's that's
1: not an eye. That's just silly putty. You've got stuck to, stuck to your head.
0: But the, yeah, there's a certain cuteness with that too. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, I really enjoyed Black Mirror. Um, I've still only
1: seen the first, I love the first episode, but I've never got, again, I'm not ready for that heaviness of a show when I go to watch something.
0: Yeah, well, it's it's funny. Uh, season one and two were all very pessimistic stories, but season three, I feel like they get a better balance of maybe, like, yeah, those more um, episodes with good endings, happy endings. Oh, that's and, nice. Yeah, but um it again it's a heavy show. Like mm-hmm. you've got to be in the mood for it.
1: Absolutely. Um Doc I'm a big Doctor Who fan. Yeah. Um I have issues. Doctor Who
0: index will take forty years to do.
1: Well, no, just do the more recent seasons. Yeah. But even then they're up to what I've looked and they're like at hundred and sixteen episodes. I'm like, that's Fucking a lot more hell. than I realised. But then I'm like, Oh yeah, ten seasons. Okay, fine. Um
0: Yeah, here Peter Capaldi's killing it.
1: He's doing well, yeah. He's leaving after this season, though, which is fair enough. That's about enough time.
0: I think that's sort of... That's the right shelf life for a Doctor. Pretty much.
1: Three, four seasons is about right.
0: What do you reckon about the rumour of Tilda Swinton stepping in?
1: Um, It's, uh, it's one of those things... Okay, I'm going to have to fully explain this because I've thought of this myself. Uh, my problem with that is I feel like the people calling for a female Doctor who don't actually want it, they just want to see if they'll do it. And so my issue with that becomes you're just adhering to what people are yelling at you. You're not actually doing it because it's going to be good for the show or because, you know, and I'm not saying if they have a female doctor, I'll happily watch that series. That's fine. It's just, I feel like no one actually wants it. They just want to see if it's going to happen. Sure. Um, And that, and there's so rarely elements of gender or sexuality in it that I feel like it's kind of a pointless thing to that merit because it's kind of a pointless thing. It doesn't matter if, you know, the doctor does become a woman. And they have, uh, last season they did set that up in continuity where you see a Time Lord regenerate and it regenerates from a white man into a black woman. Actually, no, I think it's a white woman into a black man. So they've established that, that can happen. Yeah. Um, but no, I just feel like it's kind of like a pandering thing. Yeah. So also I feel like Tilda Swinton's probably too big of an actor for the role.
0: That's what I thought.
1: So I feel like she might be flattered and maybe even interested but Probably doing other shit.
0: Yeah. Um, no, I think they'd honestly have more luck like getting Catherine Tate to, to come back and be the Doctor,
1: which would be great. Continuity-wise, it wouldn't make any sense why she were why the Doctor would morph into it, to it um, psh, regenerate into someone he already knew. But you could yeah. probably dream up something like. Uh, he touched something she left behind in the TARDIS when he was regenerating, and that left a genetic imprint. You could do it; it's science fiction, and even then, it's wobbly science fiction. So.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it might even make way for like an interesting story where she's um, there's a part of her still in there, and she's bringing yeah. at her. So I don't know. I don't watch Doctor Who. <laughs> I watched a, I watched a handful of David Tennant episodes following Jessica Jones because. That series floored me. Uh, oh yeah,
1: Jessica Jones really good. And yeah, Tenant in it really good as well.
0: Absolutely, and yeah, season one and first half of two of Daredevil, fantastic. Luke Cage was okay. I've heard really bad things about Iron Fist I have though. As well.
1: I've heard incredibly average things that yeah. make people angry because they're so painfully average.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so. So yeah, I don't. I really am trying to be influenced by reviews less, but honestly. I wasn't that thrilled about Iron Fist coming into it, so I think I'm going to give it a miss and sort of just skip to Defenders.
1: Def- Defenders, I'm very interested to see how that works out. Um, yeah. Good, good luck to them.
0: Well, yeah, because they've got to do a lot of character service because it's not just the four of them. They've each sort of built up characters in their world and mm-hmm. you got this running thing with Rosaria Dawson in it, who's yep. fucking fantastic He's, across yeah, the board.
1: Really pulling a lot of, lot of good, good vibes there. Like.
0: Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Daredevil was better from an action show sort of perspective, but I thought Jessica Jones just really hit on some um, really important social yeah, issues as well. Yeah, really,
1: really good. And I mean, to have your 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 metaphor subtext be about an abusive relationship yeah. is heavy, but fantastically well done. And I, I, I feel bad for whoever's writing season two, because you're not going to have David Tennant, for starters. Yeah. And you're not going to be able to run that same really heavy undercurrent. And so, no, and that's
0: why I thought like the the, the um yeah I th- I mean the whole series se- uh, season was great but like the final episode did feel a bit underwhelming because everything that was leading up to that moment was so brilliant that how could you, you
1: yeah got yourself into a, <laughs> a, a corner where no matter what you do some people aren't going to be satisfied with it yeah that's fair
0: yeah I guess that's uh the sort of TV shows we like and we recommend you I, go also check
1: out. Ash versus Evil Dead I would do that because <laughs> I love Evil Dead
0: um which is sort of. Good. Based on all this, it's sort of like uh, you've mentioned a few TV shows based on movies, and usually that doesn't work out so well. But uh, for Terminator and um...
1: Ash vs Evil Dead, <laughs> yes, yes. Again, Terminator is a bit hit and miss, but it really hits its stride in season two. Um, and Ash vs Evil Dead just understood; it got the original creators back, so they helped them get the right tone. Yeah, and that would have made made or break, or break it, made or broke it.
0: <laughs> it doesn't feel like a, a fluid saying when you put it in the past yeah, tense. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's
1: very make or break for it, as I should say. Um.
0: Also, there's sort of an initiative going on amongst podcasts at the moment. The hashtag Tripod. Look, it's a little whatever, you know. But it's basically just an initiative for podcasters to recommend their the, their favorite podcasts oh, nice. and on Twitter using the hashtag. So, um. Yeah, I've mentioned it, Worst Episode Ever a good million times already. I think. So, damn. Camping. What about you, Beach? What uh, podcasts are you listening to at podcasts? the moment?
1: Podcasts? Um, okay, I recommend listening to... I, okay, we'll start with the... Where do I start here? You know what? It, they're all D&D podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, first of all, there's Sands Pants Radio. Now, they do a variety of stuff. Uh, their main thing that got me into them was D&D is for nerds because they are bad players and it's hilarious. They're funny people. It's a great show. Um, it's, you know, a little bit lighter, a little bit easier to get into, uh, little half hour episodes. Yeah. And they just kind of, they're funny people to begin with, and then they're kind of just bad at the game. So it's really <laughs> funny. Uh, but they've also got movie maintenance where they will talk through movies and how they'd fix that up and a bunch of other shows I haven't got around to checking out yet. Um, so they're a podcast network well worth checking out. I highly recommend them. I have subscribed to their Patreon cause I like their stuff and I want to support them doing it. So.
0: Oh, wow. Um, so Sanspan have a Patreon, you say? Yes, they do. <laughs> Go check, uh, check that out. Donate. Give them money. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what else are you listening to?
1: Um, I also listen to Acquisitions Incorporated from Penny Arcade. Yep. So they started off being just a podcast and they eventually moved to live shows, uh, which are available on YouTube through Penny Arcade and also through Dungeons & Dragons because it's actually run by... Um, Chris Perkins um, who uh, wrote 4th edition and writes all the storylines for 5th edition and is just a great DM and yep. seems like a very chill dude so uh, Acquisition Incorporated little, little still hilarious because they're funny guys a little more story driven and character driven yep. uh, but great fun and yeah when they get to some of the live shows there's some amazing stuff like they have a guy called uh, the Czar of Happiness who makes their props, and he makes some amazing sets. It's, it's brilliant.
0: Oh, so um, they're a video podcast as well.
1: Yeah, they eventually went to uh, live shows during the um, PAX uh, exhibitions. Yeah. And so they've just, yeah, they're available on YouTube. You can watch them for free. I recommend, uh, it, see, anything I get interested, I go right back to the beginning. Yeah. Because um, I have mixed feelings on Harmontown, but I went back to the beginning and started listening from episode one for that. It's just what I do. So I went back to Acquisitions Incorporated 1. Just yeah. to start listening from there. If you want to just check out the U, uh, YouTube stuff, type in Acquisitions Incorporated. Um, I can't remember what year it is. that One of their best is called Dragons Over Easy. Um, <laughs> it's just great. They get, they get guest stars and stuff. And, yeah, and, yeah,
0: and conversely to that, um, it's mixed results, but ultimately I'd say yes to harm in Town. I
1: would. It's just... Mm. Dan Harmon is an interesting person and sometimes he will kind of piss you off
0: <laughs> yeah you know, um, it's very much a role of the D&D Dice Man, sometimes you're all crit fails,
1: speaking of which uh, my, again it's not a podcast but I'm going to plug it anyway, it's a <laughs> show called Critical Role from Geek and Sundry You they currently run it on Twitch you can check them out on YouTube Yep. Um, this is a much more serious, heavily character driven uh, Dungeons and Dragons Po- not podcast i'm gonna use the term podcast it is they do it live or visual but being the fact that it's dungeons and dragons you can pretty much i listen to it as podcasts there's only been occasions when i've been like i'm gonna go back and check out what they're talking about at this point yeah. there's a few visual things um but yeah highly recommend that very character driven but you fall in love with these characters and you get worried when they might die <laughs> <laughs> but there's a, already a huge community built around it and stuff uh, critical role Highly recommend. Cool. And, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah,
0: I used to love a podcast on the Geek and Sundry Network called Nerd of Mouth, but that's over now. Yeah, that's a shame. I'm just looking through my podcast. Pockets Full of Soup, hosted by former... (laughs) It's um, a great title, isn't it? Just, <laughs> um, it's just an interview show hosted by former IGN editor Jared Petty. Um, he's just a super sweet, calming voice that I almost just listen to this podcast for the ASMR quality of his yeah. vocal
1: delivery. It feels like your brain's being swaddled.
0: Yeah, but and he's so delighted with the simple things in life. He's and. Hence, pocket full of soup, and someone asks you what a ridiculous title. And he's like, I know, but soup is so comforting, you know, you know, and you just get it the nice combination of a good broth. And like, I'm just (laughs) ah, golden voice. Uh, and he 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 mostly interviews, um, IGN guys and people in the video game uh, journalism industry, but yeah, but I mean, he has great conversations. And, um, anything else you're listening to? Uh,
1: those are my main ones. Um, a lot yeah. of
0: d stuff. <laughs> yeah, I occasionally tune into Infinite Monkey Cage. A lot of it goes over my head. That's Brian Cox's podcast. Uh-huh. Very smart stuff. Um, in Situ Science. Um, a friend of ours, James, hosts that one. In Situ Science. Um, he's actually the one that got me onto the Podbean network. So nice. thanks, James. Mm-hmm. Story Club podcast. I love that. That's just 10-minute episodes of comedians telling short stories. Nice. nice. Um, at the Giant Dwarf Comedy Theater. So they do a live show there. Uh, 90s percentile which is one from the worst episode ever guys where they talk about all things 90s nice. love nintendo voice chat more ign podcasts ign um, australia's pubcast as well yeah, um, so th- there's a whole handful of podcasts. I'm actually surprised at how li- many I listen that's, that's to. That's two fistfuls. You know? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that being said, I don't listen to every episode of everything. Like, True, more as I do. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm a completion.
0: <laughs> so just before we uh, end the episode, uh, we've been spending the last half an hour talking about things that we like and other people's mm-hmm. shit that we want to promote. But let's quickly talk about some of our shit. Yeah. So, coming up soon, we actually go into production this Saturday um, for our new uh, radio oh. play series, which you wrote, Beech. Yeah. Called Pulp Fury Radio.
1: Mm-hmm. It's a series of, uh, basically, yeah, radio plays. Uh, which I'm trying to think of a better name. I think Play is probably the best idea I have so far. Because it, it's not on radio anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, think it is the scripted version of podcasting, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so we got a bunch of different genres. It'll be a different story each time. A little bit Twilight Zoney in that sense. Uh, so we got some mystery in there. We got some horror. We got some uh, comedy. Uh, a little bit of magic. Yep. <laughs> and uh, yeah, really looking forward to getting into it.
0: Yeah. So I mean, it's a bit early days yet. Like, mm. um, like, like I said, we're only just going to record our first episode this week. But yeah,
1: no idea how that's going to go. So yep. that'll be interesting.
0: <laughs> But no, we're just uh, flying by the seat of our pants on this one. And yeah, uh, Beach wrote it, it's going to direct it. I'm producing it. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing how this comes out as well. Yeah, me
1: too. I'm also shit my pants scared about it. But, you know, because <laughs> I don't I it's very uncharted territory. We don't know how this is going to fit together.
0: Yeah, but I mean, we've got some amazing voice talent mm. attached to it. And, like, it's always reassuring when you can get other people to jump on board.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's always good when talented people say, oh, I really like this, and you're like... I can't tell if you're just saying that. <laughs> what do you want from me? Or if you're genuinely <laughs> excited. But yeah, again, I'm, I'm feeling some genuine excitement. So yeah, yeah it, it should be fun. And if nothing else, it'll be fun to at least find out how it goes.
0: Yeah. So yeah, we'll, we'll definitely provide uh, you, all you guys out there with updates when it um, is closer to being released and all that. Which uh, is
1: probably months away. Yep. But, uh, that's but
0: fine. Um, look, if you live in the Sydney area, we're still producing more of these things. We've got details on... Uh, the website, which is... PulpFuryRadio.com Convenient. So, yeah, you can check on the website. We've got, like, audition notices and, um, like, as yep. a we just said uh, each one of these uh, stories is going to be a different seating a scene yep. so, and can, so we're going to need more actors down the line
1: you can check out synopsis of uh, the six planned episodes
0: yeah and especially we're looking for diverse accents we've got stories set in america england australia mm. and so we need a variety of people so yeah
1: well the more variety one person can give the more we can use them so yeah,
0: yeah. And also we produced a web series, which was released uh, like practically uh, one year ago mm-hmm. to the day. And um, yeah, it's called Dave plus one. You can check that out at Dave plus one.com or mm-hmm. on YouTube.
1: Dave plus one on YouTube. Yep.
0: Twitter underscore Dave plus one. Some bastard already got at Dave plus one. So we have to have our underscore Dave plus one. Bastards. Who the, who the hell did that? Dave. God damn you, Dave. Daniel <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Plus one. But, um, yeah, like, we absolutely had a blast making Dave Plus One, mm. and, like, we had some really, really talented actors. Yeah,
1: that's been the only thing where I've worked 16 hours for free and been thrilled about it.
0: Yeah, Oh, after each um film shoot day was just bliss, and I am amazed that we got it done in, like, nine Yeah. days. Yeah, because, like,
1: yeah. yeah, we optimistically, at the first thought we would get it done in seven, yeah. maybe eight, I'm like, no, it was nine in the end, which is amazing. Well, we just worked some people who were shockingly dedicated to something they weren't getting paid for. That was our first production. Yeah. They were fantastic to work with. They put in such hard work and long hours. I'm amazed. Um, yeah, our cast was brilliant.
0: And, you know, we got a variety of people. wasn't just the actors, you know. Um, had a couple of people working behind the scenes. And, oh, especially Julia Wilson. She's got a podcast as well with Mick Meredith. It's fucking hoot. Go check that one out, too. Do you know what it's called? Unhinged Uncast uh and yeah it's just them shooting the shit couple of really talented comedians mm. and um yeah and our, our production crew was amazing our makeup artists like a, incredible fucking talent that they had and and then after the filming we had a few days in the studio where we were writing all the incidental music with mm-hmm. um yeah music producer ryan casey who was just yeah amazing yeah, great Did to work ways with. work and
1: took our very vague ideas for shit and made it into actual tracks it was great
0: but yeah, Dave Plus One, um, yeah, we wholly recommend checking it out because we did it and we loved it. We're proud of it. Um, mm-hmm.
1: My only concession, I think episode one's a bit slower than it should be. Yeah. Uh, but it hits, it hits right after that.
0: So yeah, and in future, we've got an episode planned with uh, Phil Calloway, who directed Dave Plus One and um, wrote it with you. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we've also got uh, Ben Hamilton, who played Wade in the series. I forgot his name for a moment. there. <laughs> it's the same name. His name is Benjamin Hamilton. Hamilton. <laughs> just you wait. Oh yeah, go check out Hamilton
1: too. <laughs> I, th- I feel like Hamilton doesn't need the plug.
0: <laughs> if you got to spare $400. <laughs> uh,
1: can we get a quick, quick little bit? Um, yeah, sure. Just before we close out, back to Simpsons very quickly. Uh, of the episodes we've reviewed, we've talked about our most hated ones. What's your most?
0: What are your favourites? Oh, cool. Um...
1: Just however many you want to put in in your top tier, I suppose.
0: I want to say that this sort of makes me think of the one that I didn't think would floor me as much as they did. Mm-hmm. Like the Hellfish episode. Yep. I always remember that being great, but wow.
1: Yeah, watching that one critically, that was one of the um, first ones I wrote down. It was yeah. Just, yeah. it It's amaz- it's hilariously funny. It's a great adventure. You get some great heart between Bart and Grandpa. It's, it's an amazing episode.
0: Yeah, um... Mr. Plow as well like I am surprised like before we watched it I'm like oh Mr. Plow that's probably a gold you know oh it's pro- probably probably going to be a bit gimmicky around mm-hmm. the whole Mr. Plow but no it is consistently funny the story just rolls out so perfectly yeah. like, we're,
1: we're currently in sync here that's the third one I wrote down oh really
0: <laughs> <laughs> what was the other one you wrote down
1: the uh, last one I wrote down was Homer at Bat
0: yeah again it's,
1: again we were talking in our review of it we talked about how we don't even know who these plays are this is still hilarious. It's really tightly well-packed. It's one of my go-tos when we're talking about pacing of starts with Homer eating a donut, he starts choking, everyone is looking at Mm. everything else on the notice board other than the the Heimlich manoeuvre, and then just goes, oh, softball, and boom, you're into the episode, and it just rockets straight ahead with just joke after joke. It's well-structured, it's hilarious.
0: And did a near-impossible task of having, what was it, nine or ten guest stars that they all gave some sort of character service to, Mm -hmm. all felt inherent to the plot, and still had time for quick little bits from the Simpson family. None of them were totally neglected, Mm. and an episode packed with great Burnsians.
1: Once, once, not twice, but thrice.
0: Um, Lisa the Beauty Queen was another surprise. I didn't expect that to be as good. Yeah,
1: that one was fantastic.
0: And Monorail, I stand, stand by it as a cubic, but it's... In retrospect, it's a bit silly. Like, There's a lot of fantastical elements to that episode.
1: I didn't watch that one for the review, so because it's such a different lens to watch something with, I'm I'm not going to comment on that one. Obviously, it's iconic as hell. um,
0: Uh, Other favorites, Uh, Treehouse of Horror 4. Fucking wow. Which one's that? Ned Flanders, Devil, Gremlin on the Side of the Bus, and um, we just threw something together with vampires.
1: (laughs) Uh, The Night Museum one, yeah, yeah. Um, they're dogs and they're playing poker
0: <laughs> grandpa versus sexual inadequacy as, uh, inadequacy as well was another surprise hit for me because mm-hmm. it's another one where it does something that I think is a bad thing about New Simpsons is that each act is its own story there's yeah. a different thing going on in each act but they fucking nailed it well, it all
1: has the same through line but yeah it's it's hilarious
0: um, any other ones that spring to mind?
1: those are my three top uh, grandpa on the curse of the High and Flo- flying hellfish Homer at bat and Mr. Plow, I think are my three top favorites. If I had to pick one of those, it's between Hellfish and Homer at bat. Ah, oh, God, because one's just a great adventure, and yeah. the other one is just like it's an, it's an adventure, but it's like like a small town adventure. You know, it's it's just a man mm. playing softball. But, yeah. Um, I think I probably had more fun watching Hellfish. Yeah. Um, they're both great, hilarious episodes, but I think Hellf- Flying Hellfish, you've got an adventure on top of being a tightly packed, hilarious episode.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, my favorite. Cape Fear is another one. That, How the
1: fuck did I forget Cape
0: Fear? <laughs> well, yeah, we did it for episode two, and it was only the two of us for that one. Yeah. Um, oh, so good. And it kind of, like, now that I think about it, probably a bit unceremonious for that episode. Like, that would have been one where we should have had four people all fucking, yeah.
1: Just, just. Jizzing themselves over. Yeah,
0: it. <laughs> it is a jizz yourself episode. It's great. I'm still saying hellfish might be my favorite. Yeah, I te- I I think I agree with you. Out of all the episodes that we've done, like
1: mm. I mean, I know there's more to come. that can be obviously great opinions will change, but we'll do another one of these in a hundred episodes time.
0: Yep. Stay tuned for episode sixty. Stop doing that. Seventy two would be about when we'd do it again. <laughs> Yeah, I still don't think we've hit my favorite episodes yet. Like,
1: yeah, we haven't done Hang Scorpio. Hang sorry, Scorpio. Sorry, you only moved twice.
0: Yeah, which they know what we're saying. Yeah, um, yeah. Ones that we're looking forward to: Radioactive Man as well. I fucking mm, can't yeah, wait to do that I'm one.
1: Definitely pumped for that.
0: Uh, Lisa's wedding. I feel like uh, mm-hmm. will will hold up pretty well. Bart versus Australia, like
1: <laughs> that's gonna be a fun one.
0: But again, I don't know if that's like gonna be top three episode sort of material. It, it may be a cubic, but part uh, of it's because we have a bit of nostalgia I and don't relatability. think it'll be. I
1: think it'll be gold. Yeah, but that, that's me. Um.
0: Green and gold, mate. Uh. <laughs> um, oh, Bart the Fink, where he rats out Krusty to the tax department. I think it's too hot today. Yeah, and, that, and that's one as well that had a lot cut from the syndication, so oh, yeah. that'll oh. be good to talk about all that stuff as nice. well. Nice.
1: Ah, oh, Itchy and Scratchy World, that would be fun.
0: Yeah, ah, oh, Itchy and Scratchy Land, yeah, that's... um, And the um, Chester J. Lampwick mm-hmm. um, guy who drew Itchy, which I revisited that one recently, and, like, it was just sm- such a smart choice to have him just have Itchy. Like, mm. it's such a weird quirk to the whole story that he invented the mouse part of the thing. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Hey, we'll, we'll get there.
0: But uh, from the teens as well, like um, there's some bad ones I'm looking forward to from the teens of the H.A. episodes. Um, mm-hmm. I really want to check out the Mel Gibson episode again soon. Like, I think that'll probably be the next one we do from season 11.
1: Yeah. Um, I imagine it's going to be one of those ones where it's how much do you remove the art from the artist kind of questions. Yeah. I'm, I generally lean towards it's okay to remove them because... Something can still be good even if something someone you don't like made it.
0: Yeah. Oh you know? uh, I saw someone on TV fights make a valiant case for uh why the Cosby show holds up despite everything and they didn't yeah. win the T V fights, but you know, the host went Don't I don't agree with your opinion, but damn oh do I respect you for having the balls to <laughs> It's a
1: tough thing. It's like I'm not condoning what the actor has gone and done, but that the actor didn't make this thing themselves. It was yeah. all, you know, it's there was a director, there was a you know, people writing the scripts, there were the other actors, you know, and obviously it's gonna be weird to enjoy. But, yeah. But um, depending on what, you know, the controversy is, obviously.
0: I can't wait to do more of season twenty two because that's when the show picked up again, I felt. Yes. Nice. Like, comes out of the dark age. That's right. They came out of the movie seasons. They had some halfway decent um seasons of nineteen twenty and twenty one, and then season twenty two was like I, I have, like, a mini spreadsheet that I've just written my opinions, so when we go to record the episodes, I still get the balance of episodes mm-hmm. okay. And, yeah, un- uh, at least three quarters of 22 is positive, but having said that, that's also the same season with, like, horrible episodes like The Blue and the Grey. <laughs> so, who you know, but, I mean, sometimes I look forward to doing the bad episodes as well. Because oh, yeah.
1: Come on, we saw Power Rangers today and before we went in you said, are you ready to see a bad movie? And I'm like, fuck yes, <laughs> what am I not?
0: Yeah, Power Rangers, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, boring. Yeah, and yeah, I put up a tweet earlier. My review of the um, Power Rangers movie is, when are they going to get to the fireworks factory? <laughs>
1: <laughs> That'll be a fun episode, poochie episode.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, saving that for the very last episode. My plan for that... Oh, really? Uh, for the final episode of The Simpsons Index, my plan is to do the final episode of The Simpsons. God willing, it's mm-hmm. episode 650 and <laughs> um, season 30. But i uh, going to do that behind the laughter mm-hmm. and uh, the poochie episode. Cause, All right. Yeah, I think behind the laughter and the poochie episode encapsulate um, The Simpsons... Uh, having run for a long time. And yeah.
1: And they're... the kind of comedy you mine from that.
0: Yeah. And while Behind the Laughter is a real departure from the show and m- may not hold up because Behind the Music isn't a thing and they don't, like...
1: Uh, I don't know. I think I don't, I don't think that will be its failing because yeah. you, you, you've seen that kind of show even if you haven't seen Behind the Music. But I yeah. haven't seen Behind the Music. Well, I've seen a couple, but... But, yeah, that
0: sort of overhyped style of documentary telling, yeah, yeah. like... Yeah, where Weird Al's, like, relationship with his parents was played up for drama. And, like, it's like, I just got to become a vegetarian. They just didn't have to make me steak anymore. (laughs) We're all happy with that transition. But then
1: it shows a photo of Weird Al and steak and just smashes it with a hammer. The (laughs) drama.
0: (laughs) But the steak was driven through the steak like a steak.
1: steak. (laughs) The stakes were so high.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, that'll be interesting. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. Well, anything else?
1: Um... How has the Simpsons Index changed your life?
0: <laughs> it's uh, given me something to do every week. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, as someone who's trying to work, um, get jobs in the entertainment industry, but very much being at the ground level and doing a lot of free shit and mm-hmm. extras work and production running and all that sort of bullshit, you know, um, it's this has been good to help me stay on track. <laughs> hmm. Keep, keeping my goals clear and, you know, giving me something easy to do and put together and and fun, yeah, and fun. I do, I do like.
1: Oh, the Germans take over the nuclear power plant. I'm looking for. Oh back. yes, the land of chocolate.
0: Tru- Sorry, I just popped into my head. No. Another ep- an episode eleven. Nice. <laughs> Recommended on the competition. At simpsonsindex.com to <laughs> come. I want to watch that one. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, you. <laughs> oh.
1: Um. I understand podcasting a lot more now. Yeah. Um. Yeah
0: yeah it's been it's great fun. to get it's into this fun. world
1: yeah, and it's just it's interesting to watch these things that I've watched a thousand times in a critical lens yeah and really kind of pick them apart and figure out what's going on and see new stuff and talk about them it's all been good
0: um, alright cool well that has been our no review episode of the Simpsons Index and uh, thank you for listening and I'm your host Elliot J O'Neill
1: Um, Still BT Calloway
0: And that's all the mustard in the house Thank you for checking out the Simpsons Index podcast Don't forget to go to www.thesimpsonsindex.com For the spreadsheet and information about upcoming episodes